Hey guys, and welcome back to another super fun-filled episode of The Basic Witch. Everyone's super excited to be here today. I know I am. No, actually, I didn't sleep well last night at all. I uh, had a little trouble with the little vape thing that I use um, to help me sleep. It's a little stronger than CBD, if you know what I'm talking about. But, uh, no, my module or whatever the hell you call the thing it's not working right so i had to get a new one and it's still not working right so i think it's the cartridge is all jacked up or whatever so i did not sleep worth a shit last night so yeah i got that going for me but we are here we're on episode 15 today i'm actually kind of excited about this episode we're gonna be talking about witch culture for 2020 because let's face it guys it's not 1600s anymore and it's not the same as what our brothers and sisters went through back in Salem. Shit has changed. It is different. And we have to adapt to that. Um, it's really important, though, that we do recognize what our um, sisters and brothers went through back then. So that we can learn from that. And really appreciate the way that we have it today. I mean, there's a lot of shit that is so different. And there are things that would be easier if it were the 1600s for us and there's shit that's you know would have been a hell of a lot harder for us if we were in the 1600s so um i guess you just kind of got to take it with the fact that we do have the advantage here and it does make for a, a better craft for us honestly um no number one no one's trying to kill us anymore um we're you know, no one's trying to burn us at the stake, so that's a good thing, but no, really, there, there is a lot of different things, and um, I think this is a really important topic for us to discuss because it's going to help you, all of us, really, um, deal with people who are just going through that witch trend, and I say that lightly because I know that there are a lot of witches who, when they first start off, do not seem to come off to us as witches because they're starting out and they're not 100% sure what's what and how to do things and what everything is and I get that we've all been in that spot before you may still very well be in that stage but there's a big difference between being a new witch and being a poser witch I guess is what I'm trying to say um so, and, and if any of this does apply to you, please don't take it the wrong way. Please don't think I'm being a total cunt. I'm really not trying to be. Um, I, I'm just a little over the fact that witchcraft has become so immensely popular that people just want to use it for Instagram likes or whatever. And it's kind of bullshit. And it's, it's actually quite rude to us, real witches. So, um, I, I, I really don't think that any of you are posers i mean i i don't have anyone in particular i'm thinking of or anything um you guys you guys are awesome i mean if you're still here 15 episodes in that shows me that you're not a poser so um i i just really think it's important that we do talk about these things like i said it is going to help us uh weed out who we can trust with our um paths and our secrets and our stories and things like that because there are things that we don't tell people that aren't witches um my husband knows everything because he is my husband and he's we just have that kind of relationship but um there are a lot of people that I wouldn't absolutely not tell my shit to but if it's another witch there's shit I'm going to tell her so you guys get what I'm saying so let's go ahead and 
get the little break out or the little ad out of the way still have not changed it and I don't know I'll change it someday but here's a little ad and then we will dive right into witch culture 2020 and we're back that was a little more dramatic but I'm gonna keep working on it. I'm gonna find the, the very best one ever make classy but oh well, I'll keep fucking working on it okay so like I said, it's not 1600s anymore. Shit has changed. Um, we do have an advantage for the most part of things, but back then in the 1600s, they had, you know, all this shit going on, especially with Salem. I think it was like 1692 or 98, somewhere in there. Anyway, the point is back then, witches were lying about being witches and hauling balls down New Orleans, get the fuck out of there, right? Today, we kind of have the opposite problem. We have people who are claiming to be witches who aren't either way that's their prerogative that's their choice um they're if a real witch that's just using or uh, i'm sorry a, a witch who's pretending to be a witch just for social media attention will fade away um she's not gonna last the test of time he or he won't just because to them it's just a fad and it will go away so um i'm not really worried about that or i mean i am and i'm not it kind of devalues us in a little bit of a way um it just reminds me so much i don't know if you guys saw this video it was about a month or so ago circulating around all the social media platforms and there was this girl she's in her car i think she was blonde um she may have some feathers and shit in her hair i don't remember anyway she's on this big rampage and her the point of her video i do agree with to an extent her execution not at all she went on this big rampage she was clapping a lot and yelling a lot talking about um how being a witch is not a trend and being enlightened and awoke or whatever is not a trend and crystals and um you know all this shit's not a trend but the way she said it was like it's not a trend and you know kept smacking and clapping and it was fucking annoying and i'm sorry if that was you i do apologize I just did not, I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I loved it because I didn't. I, I liked your message to a point. I did not like the execution. Because here's the thing. All that did was scare off new witches who are still unsure of themselves or what path they're on and make them second guess themselves. And I think that's kind of shady. Because as witches, first and foremost, we are a fucking family. And now I know you may say, oh, well, I can't stand her and blah, 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 and all this shit. You know what, though? We are a family of witches together. Um, as far as I'm concerned, and a lot of other witches that I have talked to over the many, many years agree with me on this point. We are different. That's what makes us family, because we are witches, and we are connected in a way, spiritually. We may not all have the same beliefs. We may not all follow the same uh, deities. We may, may not all follow the same path or whatever. But we are still a witch family. Um, I mean, whether you're in a whole different fucking country or not. We're not in the same coven. Whatever. We're all still witches. And that makes us family. Nothing says that we have to be best friends. It's like your real family. You know, you have like three or four people, you know. You may have 70 cousins, but there's like four of them that you really, really hit it off with, you know, or whatever. But every family has drama. Every family has issues. It happens. But 
it's really important to remember when shit goes south just like back then we are family so um you take that however you want you don't want to believe it don't believe it because that's the great thing about being a witch there's no wrong way to do it so if you don't like that it's completely fine i am not going to sit here and tell you you must believe what i believe and or you're fucking wrong and blah 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 that's just not how it is so you do you i do me everybody does themselves that's the great thing about being it a witch and being who we are is that we do not have to agree and have the same beliefs but we can still get along and learn from each other because being a witch is a never-ending learning process like I, I can't stress that enough we will never stop learning as witches no one will ever master every single thing unless you live to be like a thousand years old um, that's, just, that's just how it is I mean there's so much shit to our craft and we learn on and on and on and I love it. I do and I, I like school and as you guys know I'm still you know I'm going back to school as I have lost my job due to the COVID and Corona and all this other shit. So I'm taking this opportunity to go back to school and I love it because I love to learn. Um, the I'm doing medical transcripting, which is pretty cool because I can still work from home, which still gives me the time to take care of the things I need to as far as the coven and the podcast and all of you guys so um it's actually perfect for me because then as an empath i don't have to work around people which is wonderful because being around people freaks me out like a lot of people um especially like in a workplace um i just don't do well with it i don't let it affect me or my job but it's mentally draining to me and that's just me though i mean some people thrive in that position it's just not my thing so moving on with all that um yeah we are family you know that in my view you may see it different but that is so like i was talking about in the video there are some things that the girl has done that and said that i absolutely agree with um but there are some things that i do not and i do not believe that being rude to other witches because they are not seeing the same thing as you or they have a different belief or they're on a different path or you just don't like the way they look that's not okay um that's just not okay as a human being in general to be a twat to somebody for no reason like we covered in a previous episode i was a total cunt for many years i am not anymore i have opened myself up i have changed and i think as part of our craft that we all have that enlightening in us and some of us it does take longer to to happen i mean i was on my path for quite a while when i was still being a cunt and it took me quite a while to become enlightened and open my eyes and realize, you know, and hit that moment of aha, like the aha moment, the epiphany to hit the euphoria and realize that I was wrong. And it sucked when I realized it, but it was also fucking amazing because I realized that I don't have to live that life anymore. And I think it made me a better witch by hitting that spot. And you guys will see what I mean. Um, if you've not hit that spot yet when you hit it and you realize how much you've changed you look back it, it's really an amazing amazing thing to look back and see so that's what I'm saying though about being rude it's not necessary if you do not agree with someone there's absolutely no need to go on and start a big old argument or be a bitch or you know a dick or anything like that it's just not necessary um, but at the same time, do not be a pushover. Stand your ground when it comes to your beliefs. If you have someone coming in and telling you 
that you are wrong and this is this way and you have to do it this way and absolutely has to be done and this blah 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 and you're not a real witch because you don't do blah 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 no that's when you do stand your ground you have a reason to stand your ground because someone is interfering with your craft and your path that's very important and i just said that like andy bernard important if you watch the office <laughs> andy bernard is the nerd dog and i have a serious office obsession so you'll hear me sprinkle quotes from that in there anyway moving on don't be rude, but also don't be a pushover. Stay on your ground on important topics. As I was talking about being family, you know, we're sisters and brothers. And I really think it's important that we do remember that there are men in the craft. Um, a lot of people have the misconception, as we talked about last week, that witches are all female. And that's absolutely not true. Every single person has a place in the craft, whether they are a man, woman, white, black, Asian, Mexican, whatever, it does not fucking matter. Your race, religion, sex, sexual orientation, it does not matter. If you are a witch, you are a witch. It does not matter at all. Um, I actually saw a few different um, podcast episodes. I didn't see them, I heard them. Sorry. I was putting some lip gloss or chapstick shit on lip balm. Anyway, um, no, I did see a few other podcasts channels that had episodes talking about the LGBTQ community and how they um, have trouble fitting into covens and stuff like that and it really pissed me off because as many of you know I have a trans son and I will fight with my last breath for their rights um, as something I'm extremely passionate about is equality for my kid and everyone else so when I saw them talking about these, or the that was an episode title, I had to listen. And I'm not going to name the the, uh, the podcast because I don't want anybody to get upset. But it really pissed me off on one of the, these different podcasts. And it's not a very popular one. It's one I had to really dig deep when I was looking and came across. But they had made a comment about a trans person not being able to, or I'm sorry, I believe it was a gender fluid person not being able to um, decide what gender they were so they didn't think that they would be a good fit to be a witch because they couldn't pick a path or stick with anything and it really fucking pissed me off a lot because like I said I will stand and fight until my last breath for my child and the LGBT community whether my kids in there or not that's just me but everyone is welcome in the coven, the online coven, and my presence as far as, you know, witches and everything go, I just don't think that that's anywhere near okay for anyone to say that shit, and it pisses me off, so don't be that person, um, don't, you know, assume because someone is male that they cannot be a witch, or because they are gay, or lesbian, or bisexual, or transgender, or pangender, or pansexual, I'm sorry, or anything else, that they can be a witch because they absolutely fucking can be just as much right as you have. So I thought that was a really important part that we uh, we get out of there too. Why we're on that topic, gatekeepers. So you're gonna have people who tell you that they are eighth bloodline, eighth generation witch or some shit like that. And that's fucking great. That is awesome. I think it's super cool. 
but that doesn't make you any more of a witch than me or anyone else. And you can have every single female in your fucking family be a blood witch and you not be one or your kid not be one because that's not exactly how it works. So I just think it's really important to remember that you are a witch because you are drawn to it. It's not all because of your blood and your family and all that stuff. I mean, there are many generations of witches going on and I love that. I absolutely love that. I wish I had multiple generations in my family. I think that there may be some further back, but I don't know. Um, I did see a post in another group that said something about they checked their Ancestry.com and found out that they have witches going all the way back and I thought that's really cool. The Ancestry.com says, hey, your grandmother was a witch and your great-grandmother and your great-great-great, I'm like, listed all these because I didn't know Ancestry.com said that, that, you know, listed that, you know, Susan Anthony Jones was a witch. I, I didn't know that existed, so that's pretty cool, but there are no gatekeepers in witchcraft, so, <coughs> excuse me, do not let anyone tell you that you are less of a witch than them or that somebody else is more of a witch than you or anything like that because bullshit. We can all be witches. We can all do our own thing and nobody can tell us that we can't. So do not let anybody do that to you. It's just not okay. Stick with your path um, or follow your path. I mean, the path that's right for you and not the popular path or the path that everybody tells you you should try or whatever. You know, if you have, if you're friends with a lot of witches, which I mean, we like to have friends that are like-minded like us. And you may have a group of six witches that you're friends with and four of them are um, kitchen witches and you have one green one and they say, oh no, come be a, you know, you need to be a kitchen witch with us or whatever. Follow your path, follow your heart, even if it's not the most popular one. If you find out or, you know, realize as you're studying and learning that your path is something totally off the wall and something that's hardly ever heard of but you feel drawn to it, fucking do it. Do not let someone hold you back and be like, oh yeah, well there's not very many of those. So you probably shouldn't. No. You do your thing because that's what you're drawn to. Trust your gut. It goes all the way back to that episode where we talked about our instincts and following our guts and listening to ourselves and trusting ourselves and not second guessing our, not second guessing ourselves. I do want to apologize. It did cut off there. Um, my sister just called me with a bit of an emergency she got stung by some wasps and yellow jackets, whatever. They got her in the eye and a few other places anyway. So she video called me and interrupted me recording. But I am back. She's taken care of and we are good to go. She lives pretty far away so I can't like go over and help her. But um, needless to say she's taken care of. So we're good. Um, moving on. Sorry about that guys. I'm a little off track here now. But. The point is follow your path, um, what you're drawn to. Don't feel like you have to go a specific direction because people tell you that you need to or because it's the popular one to go with. Follow your gut, trust your instincts. Okay. Now, when it comes to sharing and witches, that is completely up to you, but that is part of our culture here. Um, sharing with your coven or whatever it may be, you have that option. You absolutely 100,000 percent do not have to share your spells or share your work or, um, you know, 
give someone information out of your book of shadows or whatever. That is 100% up to you. I know witches who do both. I personally, I choose to share because that is my way of helping and being a healer. You know, as I've explained in previous episodes with you guys, I will share everything with you guys. If you need a spell, you need assistance, you need an interpretation or whatever, I that is just me but you do not have to and i want to make sure that you guys know that don't feel pressured to uh dive right in and open your books and give them all your knowledge um, as far as like a spell goes especially if it's one that you've written yourself that you feel really drawn to or you feel really connected with you don't have to do that that is not something you absolutely have to do it is also not something you absolutely have to keep a secret either so you have options there do not feel pressured into giving out all your info but also don't feel like you have to keep it all secret either so that is a gray area that each witch has to choose on her own um how she feels and, and it may very well depend on the person the situation the spell like i said if it's something you're really close to and drawn to that you've written yourself you may not want to give that up i am different i do but there are some things that maybe I might not want to in the future. I don't know. But you do have that that option. I mean, that is completely in your... I mean, it's completely your choice there. So, But again, knowledge is power. So I do want to make sure that we um, acknowledge that fact. That if you're a more experienced witch... And there are younger witches. Witches who have... Um, and I, you guys may notice, I don't use the term baby witch... I absolutely mean no offense to anyone. I just don't like that that phrase. That's just me. Um, I know that a lot of people prefer it, and that's great. You stick your guns. You do your thing. I have just not a, ever been a big fan of that. That doesn't mean you can't use it or can't say it to me. I'm not going to degrade you or think less of you at all. I just got turned off to it from a long time ago. It's like when you have a spat with someone, or there's just that one person who maybe in high school or something you just could not stand that person and every time you hear someone's name you think of that person that's the baby witch situation with me but that's neither here nor there that is your choice but again before you know i've talked to younger witches who actually knew some stuff that i didn't and that's what's so amazing about being a witch and the fact that it is a never-ending learning process but again, your knowledge is power. So if you have the ability to share with someone and and want to, please do. Um, it's great. And even if there's already a spell up, say that someone, you know, you're in a group or the coven chat room, whatever it is, and someone asks for help with something and someone, you know, some other witches post a spell or two or whatever, and you think you have a different approach to it that may help them post it if you i mean if you're the sharing type post it don't be afraid to share your knowledge because it may be a totally different approach that they didn't think about so um just always remember knowledge is power and no matter what situation you're in whether it is witchcraft or real you know other parts of like your your life or um some other real world situation going on or what whatever the case may be um knowledge is definitely power so if you want to share it if you don't agree with something move on there's no need to start an argument with it with a witch if you guys are you know in a coven somewhere or just a group setting with people and you don't agree with something they've said and they are fine with it or whatever 
you don't have to degrade them over it either. I've seen that happen many times. And as which is, this is our culture today, guys. And I know that this sounds like a bunch of fucking rules and bullshit and guidelines and everything like that. And it's really not meant to be that way. It's just that we're not 1600s anymore. It's not, you know, all secretive shit. So things are way different. And I think that's another really important reason why we need to discuss all of this stuff because we are not our sisters and brothers from back then we're not our ancestors anymore um things are different and there are different approaches to things and i think that we get really excited very easily and we want to jump on things and sometimes it may not be the right timing so just keep that in mind when we're going through things um as of which people are going to get you down like I was talking about with this part of the you know if you don't like something whatever instead of screaming at people or degrading them because you disagree you do it different there are people who are going to continue to do that there are witches out there who have not hit that enlightenment spot yet and they are going to knock you down they're going to tell you you're wrong they're going to try to drag you down they're going to try to tell you that you're on the wrong path you're you know, following the wrong deity, that you are using the wrong crystal, you're doing this wrong, and everything else. And don't let them bring you down. Uh, we, like I said, are family, and you really need to stand your ground. I know it's hard, guys. I do know it's hard. It's, it's not a thing of arguing with someone, and that's, I know you guys, I probably sound really like, I'm just like being repetitive and talking in a circle, but it's not there's a big difference between standing your ground and starting a fight and like i talked about that earlier on the episode but this is another point witches are going to bring you down there are going to be some times where someone is going to try to knock you down because they want that power they are what i like to call an energy leech and it could be online it could be in person it doesn't matter they can still draw your energy online from you um i know that sounds really confusing but it is legit and it happens so don't let it happen to you. Um, just don't. Just walk away if, if someone's not going to stop. Because sometimes they don't. So don't let them make you feel like shit. Just be your own witch. And if they don't like it, they can fuck off. I mean, sorry if that sounds really rude, but that's where we're at, you know. And another thing as witches for our culture, don't oust another witch. Um, if you are not 100% sure that he or she is completely open with the world about their witchcraft path and their spirituality do not fucking oust them that's just shady as hell the witches and our sisters and brothers back then didn't do it and we're not doing it now that's just not okay to do if you know someone is absolutely 100 percent okay with being known as a witch that's awesome you can tell the world if they're okay with it i am perfectly fine with it i have nothing to hide i am not ashamed of it at all i will tell the whole fucking world I kind of already did by creating this podcast, but there are some witches who are starting out who don't have people that know what's going on. There are some that literally don't, that their spouse don't know. There are some that literally they are the only person who knows that they are a witch. Besides a few people, you know, online that they met in groups and everything. And that's not the reason why the Facebook group is 100% private. Nobody who's not in the group can see our post or anything like that. So don't worry about that part. Um, privacy is a huge deal to me for this exact reason. But it's not okay to oust another witch. Um, it's just not. Like I said, our brothers and sisters didn't do it back then. And we're sure as fuck not going to start doing it now. 
it is a witch's thing to come out of the broom closet and tell the world it is not anyone else's place to do so. So keep that in mind. Um, that is really important to remember. Another thing that we as witches need to remember, and this goes back to the 1600s as well, do not brag about what you're doing. Um, your big ego will make you less powerful. This goes along with the witch's pyramid where we talked about all that. This is the to be silent part. Once you brag about all of your spells and your rituals and your work, then your ego just inflates all to hell and you don't have that mindset of a clear intention focused mind because you just have that ego blown up and it's not going to work as well for you it actually dilutes your magic and you could think i'm fucking crazy or you could think i'm being rude or whatever that's fine but that's it's really is the case here guys um it's just something you don't do you just don't brag about it um and it's not like i mean i guess it's not i don't want to put this you can talk to other witches about what you've done and how well it worked for you and how excited you are that that's great that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about being a one-upper in the witchcraft world i guess is more the point i'm looking at here with it if you get that head of i am just top dog i am queen shit i am one badass witch bitch and you have that that is fucking great i love it i love that you feel that way but carry yourself that way, walk around that way, be that way, but don't talk about yourself in such an amazing way like you're just super wonderful because it does inflate your ego and bring you down. And I, I mean this in the nicest way. Live your best witchy life. Fucking do it. Live your extra witchy life. Do all of that. But don't do it in a way that you are so braggy about it that it messes with your craft. Stay humble. In that aspect of it trust me i got a big ego guys i i've been around the block with this shit i know how it can fuck you up these little things of second guessing yourself and blowing your fucking ego up and how it fucks you over because you're not in the right mindset when you're done we talked about this when we talked about the witch's pyramid and it's still 100 percent true you boost yourself up so much and brag about yourself it's going to deflate your magic i mean it's just what it is you know it's just what it is. Be your own witch. But have an open mind. Stick your gums. I mean. I know you guys are probably thinking. That some of this sounds like I'm talking in circles. And it probably does. Because I didn't like you know. Make super great notes. And talk about this all in order. Like I should have. But like I said I didn't sleep. You need to be true to yourself. I know I've said that many, many, many times because I just really think it's so important to be true to yourself. But keep an open mind. Like I said, there are younger witches who have taught me stuff that I didn't know. There are older witches who I've taught things to and there are older witches who have taught me a shit ton of things. So age does not mean a goddamn thing when we're talking about witchcraft. It really doesn't because we all learn differently. We all are learning different things. It's not like there's a specific curriculum or we're going to school and, you know, everything's by this level. Oh, you're on, you're 48 years old, so you're, you know, on like level 72 of witchcraft. That's not how it fucking works. 
none of us are studying the exact same things in the same order and everything else so we're gonna have no different things than than each other and that's what's really cool about this so be your own witch but keep an open mind to what others have to say and what insight they can bring to you now don't let them change your path and tell you that you're doing something wrong or whatever but listen to the things that they have to say that may be different from things that you have learned so far I know it sounds really confusing and I really do apologize that's not my intention with this um, it, it is really really important to keep an open mind in witchcraft because like I said we're ever learning we will learn forever until the day we die we are going to continue to learn and that's with everything in life really so just be true to you with an open mind it does take work being a witch guys um, like I said you know with the learning never ending and it's, it's just not something you do for fun or in your spare time it's it is a way of life it truly really is and it's very important that you realize the dedication that it takes in witchcraft and not so much the dedication I guess is what I'm looking for but you realize how much it does change you it makes you just see life in a whole different light I absolutely love being out with nature and it's a totally different feeling for me than it was before because I just had an epiphany one day about something out there and now like I absolutely just love being out there and before I would have been bitching about mosquitoes or bugs flying in my face or you know the being hot or what the fuck ever I had something to bitch about but now it's a way different feeling and that's what it is with everything in life really because when we go on this path and we start our journeys we change as we go and evolve and we don't notice it until later and then one day we're just like whoa what happened to that twat where did she go oh that's right that bitch bounced because you're not her anymore something about being on this path and following this journey kind of sucks all of that shadiness out of you I mean it really does and I, I guess maybe that's not the right wording to use but it really does it takes that negativity away and sometimes it does come back so don't get me wrong we're not all peaches and keen every fucking day 24 7 you guys have heard me say fuck how many times in the podcast I mean that's just who I am that doesn't mean I'm negative I just have been a cusser for a very long time but I do find myself getting negative every now and then and then I will reground myself recenter myself I will meditate and get that shit gone again like I said it does take work it is a way of life so that is part of what we signed up for when we decide to go on this journey it's just how we are now we're talking about culture and you know the differences really and similarities between us and the 16 1700s with the witches our ancestors family sisters brothers however you want to word it one thing that is extremely different is Google and the internet so I saw in another group a few days back or maybe it was last week I don't remember someone had posted about they googled something and found some information and went from there and blah 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 and then I saw a comment saying 
something about, oh yeah, she Googled that and she's not a real witch because she used Google. Well, let me tell you something, okay? Google can be a horrible thing and Google could be a really good thing. You just got to weed through what you're looking for. Now, if you're reading, if you Google in spells or something like that, be careful with the sources that you use. Um, honestly, I would not trust some of these, like, you know, Cosmo Magazine says witch is spell for blah, 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 because Cosmo is not really witch-oriented. Um, there's a lot of stuff, honestly, on Google that's just trash. But, 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 there's some good shit, and you just have to search and I know that people are like oh Google you can't do that if you're a witch you can't use Google it's 2020 people there are some like everything is online now literally books from the 1400s are fucking online you can find experts excerpts whatever the word is I'm like I said I haven't slept very well this time anyway you can find those pieces all over the fucking internet they're there you just have to know where to search you have to know what to look for and everything else so we have these tools that our sisters and brothers didn't have. They can be an amazing thing and they can be detrimental. So please use caution when you're using the internet and searching through things. Check the source of what you're reading. Look to see who wrote it. Look them up. Find out some information on them. Whatever. Do not take everything that you find on there so absolutely serious to be the one true holy word, word because it may be complete and total fucking crap and it may be like total fucking on point shit too so i i read this thing from a, a witch and she was older i think she was like in her 70s or something she was much older and she had made a not a blog i don't think blogs exist anymore you know what i'm talking about she had like an online journal thing i guess it was and she had made a comment about you know books and things like that for which is you know things that we read and research items and all that and she said that you're gonna find for every five good things you're gonna find five bad things out there but it doesn't mean that you don't read or listen to the bad books or you know audio things whatever you listen to them and you learn from them whether you're learning the things to do or the things not to do from it and i thought why is she telling people to listen to bad shit and bad advice and i finally realized what the hell she was talking about there are some books out there that i have read that have sucked ass and i thought oh my god why did i buy this fucking book this is trash but then i realized that i did learn things from that i learned what not to do I learned that some people do follow this way or whatever it may be, but we're not going to know what is good and bad if we don't read that shit, like the books. And I will say that um, there is another podcast, Seeking Witchcraft. I do, um, I do like Ashley. I listen to her podcast from time to time. She is more Wiccan related. I mean, she is a full-blown Wiccan and she's a uh, Gardnerian. And she had also had some guests on and they were speaking and they had talked about this lady's comment and things but I mean they reworded it into their own stuff but the point of it is they were saying the same thing the book may suck and it may be extremely hard to read 
not for the fact that it's all bad information, but just because it's just a bad book, the way it's written. But they still got stuff out of it and still read it anyway and, and finished through with it because we're forever learning. And you may come years later and remember something that you read from that book. It's like, oh shit, this is coming in handy now. So that's my whole point, guys. We're always going to be learning and you're going to find things that are really cool and things that are really shit. But just be cautious with your sources, what you go with or whatever. But Google doesn't have to be a horrible resource for you. So please don't think that you can't look things up on the internet when it comes to witchcraft. And please don't think that everything on the internet is the perfect fucking answer. Because it's not. So just be careful. And if you're ever not sure, keep searching. And, and if you find five things that say this is how th you know this is how this spell would be done or this is how this herb works and you find two things that say that isn't five to two I'm kind of going to lean more towards the five but again um, I know this discussion did happen in the comment section in another group and I just wanted to address the whole use of the internet with our craft it can be both good and bad so please just be careful with all that another part of our culture that our sisters and brothers didn't have um or that were on the same path as far as our sisters and brothers back from the 1600s is our tools and our items and our candles and all of that shit back then our ancestors our, our sisters brother keep calling ancestors because they i mean they are family was their blood or not they were our sisters and brothers their family witches i mean they're witches they're our family you get what I'm saying. Anyway. Ah. No. Back then, guys, they didn't have a metaphysical store that they could go to and buy their crystals and buy their spell candles and all the shit that we have now. They did not have that back then. So they had to make their own shit. They had to make it. Um, there are things that they could go to whatever, neighbor barter trade, whatever they did back then, but... For the most part, they made their own shit and their own tools and uh, items that are needed to do our craft. So, we don't have necessarily that big of a problem finding stuff as much anymore because we have so many options. And if you don't have a metaphysical store close to you, you can order online. And I just want to reiterate how much it is okay to make your own shit still i think that all of us should do some of our own stuff um when it comes to our craft i truly 100 percent believe that every one of us should make something ourselves just to have that experience and that closeness with making it ourselves it does make it a lot more connected when you make it yourself it gives you a whole different connection and it's a different feeling when you're going into a spell or a ritual with something that you made from your heart with your two fucking hands and you are using for that intention or that purpose. Now, I'm not saying you have to make every single fucking thing. I'm just saying try it with something. Make your own set of runes. I posted in the group and on uh, Instagram how to make your own runes. Literally went to the dollar store and I bought a bag of those little fucking gem things that people put in like vases and vases, whatever you want to call them. 
with decoration shit. And I spray painted those motherfuckers black and then I got a gold paint pen and I drew the runes on there myself. Then I clear coated them and now I have my own rune set. I love that one so much more than the rune set that I bought that I gave that rune set away to someone else that I bought. And kept the runes that I made to use. So DIY witch stuff is amazing. Please, please, please at least try something with that part of it. And I will be honest with you and tell you guys, another reason why I really do like to go with the DIY homemade stuff sometimes is because it does make me feel a little more connected with the primitive witch in me. Um, it's kind of like a little connection to our sisters and brothers from before. So it is really fun too. And then if you fuck it up, who cares? It is something you made for your craft for you to use. It does not have to be perfect. I'm just saying. A couple of my runes, the the rune symbols are not 100% perfect, but I made them and they're special to me. If you do decide to venture on this and make something yourself for your craft and you do need some help getting started or you have a question about what would be the best way to do it or anything like that, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, I will help you in any way, shape, or form I can. I will help you figure out where to start or what things to buy, materials to buy, or whatever the case may be. But um, we'll, we'll work something out so I can help you. Even if we have to set up like a video chat, you know, or whatever, talk on the phone and kind of work through it together, I will, I will do that. I don't care. I, I think that would be fun. So um, that's totally, totally fine to do. I, I think it would be kind of fun. So... I think that's fun. Anyway, moving on. Um, familiars. I did want to touch base on this too because it's one thing that really does irritate the shit out of me. So traditionally, and I say traditionally because we hear back in, you know, the day, the 1600s or whatever, um, and we've seen movies, different things, and that's another part like we talked about last week with the myths of witches. And witchcraft is everyone thinks everything in the movie is exactly what witches are and it's not and it's it does get a little frustrating sometimes but familiars uh traditionally in movies and shows and books and all that shit you will see them say that a familiar is comes to you or don't you don't get to pick your familiar or whatever okay so i have a little bit of situation with that if you feel drawn to a specific animal a pet or whatever it may be it absolutely 100% can be your fucking familiar if you want it to be don't let people tell you how to run your craft um, that just really I don't like that part because I've seen so many people draw other people down when they post a picture of their cat or their iguana or their pet tarantula or their pet snake or something and they're talking about it being their familiar and somebody comes on and says well that's not how it works and blah 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 well, you know, it can work that way. It can be your familiar if you want it to be your familiar. Fuck my cat is my familiar because I honestly think that she is reincarnated from a witch from before. And I'll tell you why. Because every time I am at my altar, she instantly will come there. It doesn't matter if she's in the other room and I am very quiet and she doesn't even hear me. It's like she feels that I am there and feels drawn to come over and sit there with me and sit patiently and watch or hop up on her little stool and do things and watch every bit of what I'm doing or or whatever the case may be she is there 
and there are many times that she will come and run over and jump up there on her little stool in my area and freak out until I come over and pull the tarot cards or whatever and later I realized damn you know I there was something going on or you know many times it'll happen and I'll be like shit maybe she's pulling me over here for a reason because I've noticed that like my incense burn out or something or whatever the case may be I truly feel that my cat is my familiar and she was brought to me for a reason or I got her for a reason and that she could very well have some spirituality and witchiness to her from some other life or some shit. I'm not saying she's legitly a reincarnated witch from, you know, 1692 or anything, but I don't fucking know either. I mean, seriously, she was thrown out of a car with another kitten, as kittens, um, a moving car, actually. They tossed her out the fucking window, her and the brother, and was not like for a kitten at all and I just happened to be uh, doing something I don't know and something made me post asking me if I had a kitten and I had to talk my husband into getting a kitten and everything else but which of course he was all for but um, I posted it and then I had many many kittens you know people tell me oh we have free kittens blah 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 and then a friend of mine told me that she had a kitten, two of them actually, that were thrown from a car and, and you know, told me the whole story and everything and I was instantly drawn to her. I don't know why. I mean, now I know why, but back then I did not know why. I mean, I wasn't even looking for one and just kind of was like, what the, why the fuck did I post that I was looking for a kitten? I mean, what the hell? But I truly believe that she was meant to come to me and we were meant to be in each other's lives and so if you're familiar as your cat or your iguana or your snake or your tarantula or a fair or a rabbit or whatever the fuck it is don't let anyone tell you it can't be your familiar i know it sounds like i'm getting pissed because i am because it does make me so angry when people do that to each other as witches we have to stop being shitty to each other and belittling each other and downing each other and trying to tear each other down, it's not okay. I see it over and over every goddamn day. And I just said that again. And I'm really sorry because I know it does offend some people. But it does piss me off. So, don't let anybody tell you that you're familiar can't be your familiar. Because it can't. That's just what it is. So, Okay, now that I went on that rampage. Um, I, I really drawn this out a long time. And I really did not plan on it being that long. But... Um, I did want to touch back to some of the other things that we were talking about real quick. We do have that ability, though, as far as getting our items from a metaphysical store or a store in general, besides making all of our stuff like candles and all that. You absolutely 100,000% can use anything for your craft. It does not, absolutely does not have to be specifically bought from a metaphysical store and made to be specifically designed for witchcraft or whatever. Um, I know that V. Ann had a great point in the group a couple days ago talking about the birthday candles and using them in your craft and I absolutely love that. I do it too. Been doing it for years because there are sometimes when in a certain spell you have to let the candle burn completely out and sometimes we don't have five eight twelve fucking hours to let a whole candle burn out and we obviously can't leave it because we can't let our house burn down so 
a birthday candle takes like what five maybe seven minutes to completely burn all the way down for a big one you can use birthday candles guys you can use candles from dollar general or the dollar tree or fucking bath and body works or yankee candle or wherever you want they do not have to be specific spell candles doesn't have to be that way white is an interchangeable color for any of them so if you don't have a gold candle and a green candle but you have a green one and a white one you can absolutely do that or whatever white is a hundred percent exchangeable it doesn't have to be exactly fucking perfect to the t by the book all that shit as long as you feel that you are doing it right you feel drawn to it and you don't feel wrong about it then you're fine and when i say don't feel wrong about it i mean like there was a time when I was doing a candle and it called for like a pink candle or something like that. And I just didn't, I didn't ha have any more pink candles. I did not feel like going to the store. It was cold. It was a bunch of snow and shit out. If you are familiar with Indiana, sometimes during the winters, there's just a shit ton of snow and it sucks to get out. The wind chill is like negative like 12,000 and it's just fucking cold. Okay, it's not really that cold, but it is cold. And you don't want to get out. So I went to exchange and used my white candle in place and it didn't feel right. It just did not feel right. So I waited and I, the next day when the weather cleared up, I went and got the pink candle and I did my thing. But you'll feel it. You'll, you will feel if it doesn't feel right to you. So trust your gut again, trust your instincts and do what you got to do to do your thing and your craft and your spell or ritual whatever don't feel like you have to go out and buy the most expensive of everything witchcraft can be expensive if you choose for it to be it can also be very cheap you can be a thrifty witch i am a coupon saving tight ass queen if i can be i do not like to be broke and spend all my money on things that make it go super fast so if i can find a good deal or a bargain coupons whatever i'm all down um i will make shit myself i will go the cheap route on things because it does feel right to me now sometimes like i said there are times that i feel that i absolutely have to have that specific item because it doesn't feel right if i try to do it with a different item and that is completely fine too so trust your gut that's another huge important of our culture today guys as which is it is so important whether it was 1692, 1746, 1968, or 2020, trusting your gut, listening to yourself, following your instinct, and having crisp, clear intentions is the key to having a successful witchcraft path. I think that's extremely important for us to remember. It's just a huge part of it all. So... I don't want to keep dragging on and on guys i we are at 50 some minutes already and that is way longer than what i normally try to go um i do want to do a little housekeeping real quick the website is having some technical issues going on i'm trying to revamp it it may actually be down for a day or two um i really just want to get this thing up and going but i don't want to rush it and just have it up to be up so it's really important to me that i do get it uh, the most functional is that even a word functionable anyway i want it to be optimal that's what i'm looking for for all of us so please bear with me as i continue to work on getting the website up and 
in the order that I want it to be in. I do have the council members to add and get those people up in there. I think there are going to be some amazing people that you guys would really like to know and they're really going to be an amazing asset to have um, when we have the Covenant Bull Swing. So, with that said, please give me time on the website. Uh, it is the Basic Witch Coven 2020. I have to see it. I'm so sorry. It went away. We're good. <laughs> and that's the thing about the Basic Witch podcast. It is raw. It is just me. I'm not in a studio. I'm literally in a spare bedroom that I call my studio room. And you just get me, guys. I don't give a shit if I sound, you know, dumb or y'all hear me sneeze or cough or laugh myself or whatever. I am me. I'm 100%. So that is what's different between me and other podcasts. But anyway, um, you can find the online coven at the basic witch coven.com you can always email me at the basic witch 2020 at gmail.com check out the facebook group the basic witch you can also find me on instagram i'm gonna try and do this without sounding like i'm rapping again <laughs> at the underscore basic underscore witch underscore it is the same cover photo for the group and the instagram page as the podcast has if you guys ever need like a spell or have a question or need to ask me something privately away from the group or without comment on the Instagram page or whatever, you guys can email me, you can message me. Um, please don't take offense if it does take me a little bit to get back to you. I have so many messages and I love all of them and I, I absolutely love hearing from you guys, but sometimes I do have stuff going on um, around me like, you know, my other life of you know being a wife and mom and student and daughter and adult in general so sometimes it does take me a bit to get back with you guys but i promise you i will always get back always so reach out if you ever need me um two 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 i think that's really all i want to cover today as far as housekeeping i do want to do another giveaway soon the podcast is like just flying off guys and I thank every single one of you for that. Like I said, I could not do this weren't for you guys. Even if I only had one listener, I would still continue to do it for that one person. So you guys are amazing. I thank you so much for tuning in each week and contributing to the group with your questions and your insight and your memes and your tips and everything. I, I love seeing everybody on Instagram and everything. And you guys are amazing. Just hang in there. We are going to get through all of this COVID crisis, economy crisis, all of this stuff together. If you get down um, in the dumps about things or you're stressing about something, please reach out to someone. Don't do anything permanent that cannot be undone, unless it's tattoo. I always do the tattoo. But um, if you ever need anyone to talk to, if you're just down or you're thinking about making some um, life-ending decisions, please reach out to myself or uh, Zach in the group or whatever, um, or anyone in the group I'm sure would be there for you also. So please just reach out. Do not do, not do anything rash that cannot be um, changed. Also, the sigils for the ending the COVID situation and ending the child sex trafficking are up in the Facebook group. They're also up on Instagram. And I have literally just been doing the ritual uh, incantation every night, lighting the candle and leaving the sigils out. So you can go about it how you want. I think if we just continue to do it, we can do the same thing that we did for the Australian wildfires. So 
I'm going to quit mumbling on and on and on, and I'm going to check on my sister, who, like I said, uh, got stung by six wasps or hornets or yellow ducks or something. I don't know. She was freaking out. So, um, I think that covers it all, guys. I am super excited for next week. I can't wait. Give me your feedback, guys. I do want to do a Q&A. Oh, my God. Don't hang up yet. Don't, don't stop playing. I know I did this last week, too. I'm really sorry. I keep dragging on. I want to do an episode of your guys' questions, so please send your questions in to me. Um, mark it and tell me, though, that it's for the podcast, and let me know if you want to remain anonymous. If you don't want me to read your name, I absolutely won't. I'll use a code name or something, but please, uh, I want to do a Q&A so bad, and I want to do one with Travis also where you guys ask him questions about living with a witch and all that stuff, especially if you're like in the broom closet or something and you're scared to tell your family or anything like that or your friends or whatever uh, I want to bring my husband on and we're going to do like a Q&A together also so please submit your questions let me know um, that they are for the podcast let me know if it's a question for me or if it's for Travis if you want to stay anonymous or if you're okay with having your name read you can send them to again thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com you can send it to the Facebook group the Basic Witch. You send to the Instagram, DM me on there, at the underscore basic underscore witch underscore. And let me know. I'm super excited about doing that episode, too. I think it's going to be fucking awesome sauce. So, that's it for today, guys. Uh, bless be. Be true to yourself and live your extra witchy life. Peace out. Bye.